On this week's episode of The Average Outdoorsman, the guys sit down and talk about the Wisconsin rifle season and break down the harvest reports put out by the Wisconsin DNR. If you like our podcast, please make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to follow us and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform to get notified of our latest episodes. Lastly, if you have any questions or any podcast ideas, please email us at averageoutdoorsmanpodcast at gmail.com. And now, on to the episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Average Outdoorsman Podcast. I'm Tim, sitting across the table from Mike, and we have Kevin Dietz. What's up? Back with us again. Oh, I like this. I like that. I think this should be kind of a... Shh. Shh. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's a secret. We'll, uh, we're cracking the seal on it a little bit, but that's, <laughs> that's for after. I don't, we got a couple more weeks until it's the first of the year, and then we can officially start talking about things. Yep. But yeah, so we want to talk about our uh, 2021 gun season. And, Wisconsin uh, nine-day gunner. And then the kind of, we're wrapping, we're getting close to wrapping up the muzzleloader season, which is 10 days. The after the nine-day. After the nine-day yep. uh, gun season. So yeah. Talk yeah. about what we saw. Yeah, it was a fun gun season. Um, our farm saw... A lot of deer. Saw a ton of deer. Everybody did. Um, had two nice bucks killed and a doe. Uh, opening well, one buck opening day, a doe Sunday, and then the other buck was Monday. Actually, it was what, Monday. Okay. Yeah. What, what What about today? Today, something else <laughs> happened. You get so smiley. <laughs> yeah. Tim's filling that freezer. Yeah, filled the freezer today. Uh, we're right in the middle of uh, Wisconsin muzzleloader season, and uh, went out and had a little bit of fun today, but we'll cover that in a little bit here. Tim uh, had to let her eat a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but no, it was a, it was a really fun nine day, uh, gun season. Uh, I just, we didn't, we didn't kill a ton, but it's not always all about that. I would say in terms of like, you know, you look at herd health and if, you know, we're looking at our little, like under a microscope, our farm, mm-hmm. a couple hundred acres, I would say this was our most successful season in terms of herd health. Yeah, and le- and what was really interesting about it is usually on our on our farm, once the neighbors start shooting and everything like that, deer do what they do and they they tend to find a, a somewhere to hunker down. This year, I mean, they we definitely saw a drop in activity, but I would say even throughout the entire gun season, we were still. You know, the cell cameras are still going off at night. We are still... It was does, mostly. Mostly does, which is to be expected. But on a normal year, usually we don't even see a lot of the does. Usually no. they're gone. And, you know, we had people hunting almost every day of the gun season. And they, we were still seeing good numbers. So, I don't know. I don't know if that's good or bad, I guess. I hunted the last day, which would have been last Sunday, a week ago from today. Um, and I sat with my wife. My wife came. First time ever coming out hunting with with me uh, i think she's gone once when she was a kid with her uncle but um we saw i think 10 or 12 doe That's and a little buck she didn't tell you what time she came with me yeah yeah <laughs> 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 I just you biscuit. no she probably saw more deer then too I really <laughs> bet you that. Um, but yeah you know we saw i mean i think you know the opening day opening morning i bumped a bunch of deer in the little uh stretch of woods i have to walk from the road to get to my blind it's elevated. literally like 50 yards, 60 yards. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind a of a strip. little, and we're hunting on the edge of 
like what do we have seven acres of beans there yeah. six or seven acres of beans happened to, happen to be where i was tonight actually yeah you you have sat that stand a lot this year um i've i sat it twice with a rifle i would say anytime you once almost every time you hunted after opening weekend you sat the spaceship uh oh yeah oh yeah Somebody, I mean, somebody I, I'm likes saying, that stand. I'm, I'm not saying I didn't hunt it, but I hunted some other ones, though, too. I hunted Castle. Uh-huh. You like Spaceship, though. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's hard It's hard not to like it when there's seven acres of standing beans right there. Yeah. And I it's, mean, it's I mean, hard it's, to beat. It, You're you can, see like, deer. from that stand, you have, you have, like, 250 yards of just open cropland all around you, and then one side is, like, four or 500 yards of cropland. Yeah, land. you can you can see a lot. You always see a lot of deer, so, I mean, it's it's hard not to sit there. It's a good spot. I oh. wouldn't sit there if it was a bad spot. Yeah, opening know. morning, I think I saw 10 or 12 deer, saw a coyote, which How'd that go? I missed. Oh, swing and a miss? Um, I heard that shot at 7, 10 a.m. <laughs> opening morning. <laughs> I, I, saw, I, saw him chasing, I saw him chasing a doe. And I was like, ooh, this guy's got it. He's going to have to eat some lead. So then I, I kind of came out of frame, and I was like, okay. It was a little early. And the Again, opening. 7, 10 a.m. <laughs> so I sent a text to the group, and I was like, is it coyote killing time yet? And it's nobody, always, respond, nobody responded. Nobody responded. <laughs> so, I te- coyote killing so I texted Tim's dad, who I know is always up for coyote killing. I said, coyote killing? And he goes, yep. And I was like, all right, I'm good. I got to yell. <laughs> That's so, all we needed. So then he popped back out and was walking, I don't know, 50 yards down the edge between our clover field and our bean field. So I started to like slowly poke my gun out and he saw me and he started to dead sprint, like kind of quartering away from me. And I lost him in the beans and then he popped out and he was chasing another doe who was a little gimpy at about 150 yards. So I popped out the other side of the blind and it was a full, full sprint shot. I don't know. I think I shot right over his back, but I scared him off and he ran away. So that made me happy. But <laughs> that was the only shot I made all, all, all gun, gun season. season. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, I didn't take a single shotgun season. Uh, opening morning. I saw a lot of deer opening morning. I passed a really nice 10 pointer um, that I think next year is going to be a stud if, if he lived, which hopefully he did. I haven't heard of anybody killing him yet. Um, so yeah, I'd, Saw a pile of deer. Pretty much every day that I sat, I saw a bunch of deer. I mean, it was just a good gun season. Really from, good. From, I didn't see a deer. It was really good for not killing anything. Let's yeah. just put it that way. <laughs> Let's I mean, put it that way. As an outdoorsman, our our farm was yeah was great. Yeah. It was fun. It was, it was fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. How about you? Oh man, it was it was actually the first time I got to hunt in quite a while as far as gun hunting goes like I got to sit opening day you know until eight o'clock and then I had to get to work so I don't really count that technically yeah but it was the first year I got to sit this year and get together with all the you know the family and the uncles and the cousins and drink some beer and you know bs and you know the Wisconsin gun thing yeah it's the tradition right it's to be able to see people you don't see all the time and that's what I was more excited about right so we get together you know I get done at working at five and you know we drive down there and Five on Friday, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drive down there at you know after work at five and and get there and we start drinking beer and BS and playing some cards and you know talking about where we're going and stuff. And it was you know it was my first year like not having to worry about be to work the next day. You know the kids were going you know with my wife to grandma and you know they were going to hang out or whatever. And so I had no worries except for hunting. And I'm like you know how many times you hear a story <laughs> from from your buddies or whatever like 
man, I shot that deer and I was so hungover, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. And so we're, we're around the table playing cards and everybody's kind of ready to go to bed already. And it's like nine 30 and my cousin Ryan and I look at each other like, you want to go to the bar? <laughs> and so we kind of gave each other the look. And so everybody kind of, you know, said, all right, well, we're going to go to bed. And it was like, okay, well, we don't want to sit in the shed by, you know, just us two. We might as well go to the bar and, you know, shake some dice or whatever, yeah. just BS, you know? Yeah. And so everybody kind of left and we headed to the bar and, and, and I'm not lying. Like we just drank beer. We just bullshitted and shared stories. And you did what makes Wisconsin gun yeah. hunting that nine days, the greatest thing I think ever. Yeah. And, and like I was saying, you know how you hear those stories of your buddies or, you know, you hear, oh, I shot the biggest buck of my life and I was so hungover. Yeah. You know? And the whole time in my head, I'm like, man, gonna if, be I, me. if I'm going to be hungover, <laughs> like I'm going to shoot a big buck. Like that, in my head, that was, it was working. I'm like, one plus one equals hungover <laughs> exactly. plus Wisconsin equals big buck. That's exactly. Yep. So I'm like, whatever. Like, I'll just keep drinking beer. <laughs> Fast forward to 2.30. They're closing down. <laughs> so the in my head, the best decision Take a little nap. Take a little schnooski and hey. just wait. <laughs> Fell asleep till about five. <laughs> so I went, I went to my tree. I got dressed in. I got dressed out in the field. I had all my stuff with me in my truck. Early bird gets the worm. <laughs> yeah, early bird didn't get shit. <laughs> early bird got cold as hell. So no, well that opening was day was like nice. forty degrees. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was freaking nice. beautiful to sleep outside. Yeah, when you're hungover. <laughs> yeah, what's a hangover when you're sleeping outside? Oh man, it was bad. So I get in the tree, and I mean it's pitch black, right? But the, it was that stupid full moon or close yeah, to it, it was so I could see so well. So I'm like, I'm just putting my shells in my pocket. I left my gun unloaded, obviously, and hung it in the tree. And and uh, I'm like, you know what? This isn't that comfortable. <laughs> so I sat on the platform. I grabbed the cables, you know, that go yeah. from your seat down to your yeah. platform. I brought those up over the love handles. And I tucked in. I pulled my, I got a, I got one of those uh, Fanatic hats. Yep. And then the, the, the gator. Yeah. I pulled that up so I could see about an inch from my eyes like just <laughs> just so my eyes could see and then i kind of tucked back in there and i'm like oh this ain't bad woke up at like 6 30 i'm like oh man it's still a little dark oh i can snooze back off so, yeah fell back asleep till like 7 7 30 <laughs> my dad is texting me he's like you know are you out hunting i'm like yep i and i heard him he didn't get to the stand until like 7 a.m oh perfect <laughs> yeah so he was w taking his sweet time and that's actually what woke me up i heard the i heard the gator start down, oh, by, sure. the, down by the shed and so I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta like get up, and start paying attention. So I, <laughs> I get up and I'm like, all right, I gotta get get ready, you know, because if he's gonna come in through the south side of the farm, you know, if anything he's, comes he's up, he's gonna push him right. Yeah, to he'll you. push him right to me. So I get up, I stand up, I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> this ain't good. Standing is not. How did thing. I sit down? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh man, man, like, I don't feel good. Oh. <laughs> Uh oh. Uh -oh. Uh oh. Yeah, I never, I never puked. But you're calling Ralph over yeah, there. Yeah, I was just dry heaving, and I was like, <laughs> you know. And it was, I texted my dad, and he goes, "Are you out hunting?" Yeah, kind of. Kind of. And I go physically. Dad. I go, Dad, have you ever puked out of your tree stand? And he goes, "It's been a long time. Let her rip." <laughs> this is at like seven thirty. So welcome to Wisconsin. Yeah, right. So I doze back off and. I hear him, boom, you know, he shoots, shoots a doe. I, you know, I wake up to the gunshot and I text him. I said, you shoot a doe? Yep. And I'm like, cool, you know, let me know if you need help. Blah, blah, blah. I got it, whatever. And so I fall back asleep and it's like 930 
and he, I, my phone's buzzing in my in my pocket, and it, I'm like, "What's going on?" So I, I look at it. And my dad's like, he texts me like five or six times, just you know, random stuff. Sure. Are you okay? Like I'm coming, like I'm coming up for you if you're, you know, if you don't text me back right now. <laughs> and it just so happened that I, that was the last text, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I can't do this anymore." So I, <laughs> yeah, I did not. Yeah, last. Dad, I'm fine. I got seven hours of sleep. <laughs> I did not last all day. <laughs> you go take a little nap or what? I, I might have. Yeah. yeah, I get I get home and my wife is like, "You don't look so good." I'm like, "I don't feel so good." <laughs> And it's at that point she's like, "Hey, oh, by the way, here's, here's three kids for you." Yeah, yeah. she's like, "Oh, well, they were just leaving for grandma's." Oh, okay, oh, she's, perfect. Yeah, timing. she's like, "You're an idiot." I'm like, "I'm just gonna curl up for a little bit, <laughs> just a just a quick snooze, so, get out for the yeah, evening." So, on. Yeah, so I snoozed for a little bit and went back to the tree, and then I texted. That's when I sent you that picture of that stew. Yeah. I texted my uncle, and I'm like, "Hey, is this is the soup on?" Because he he's got a freaking setup of all setups. Yeah, he's got a what a stove in there or something. Well, it's a it's like a little burner that he put on one of those green oh, sure. propane tanks. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's like a whirlpool. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's an LG. <laughs> no, it's it's, 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 it's nothing real fancy. It's a four burner <laughs> convection <laughs> oven. Yeah. We ran, yeah, we ran, we ran natural gas all the way out. Yeah. And so I texted him. I said, "Is the soup on?" And he goes, "It can be." And I was like, "Ah, whatever." I'm just sitting in the tree, and this might have been I don't know whatever time it was. And noon, one o'clock, and he texts me back and says, "No, really, it can be." And I'm like, "Oh wait, like really?" I'm like, "I'm on my way." <laughs> so I got down, jumped on the Rambo, and drove it up to him. And he's cooking up stew, and we just sat there and BS. I'm like, "I would, I've never got a deer kill on film, like with a gun." So right, yeah. I'm like, "That would be cool. Like, I want to do that." And I'm like, "All right, so I'm bringing the camera." So I drove the Rambo out there, and we ended up seeing a few deer and. That was actually the story that I was telling you guys before you turned the mics on that um, we weren't going to shoot any does because neither of us needed the meat and whatever. And he's uh, Ryan and Jake always make fun of him because he's, you know, a trigger happy SOB. <laughs> hey, it's not and so bad to be trigger happy. No, absolutely not. I'm, hey, I'm fun. not pointing fingers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this doe comes out and he looks over at me and he goes, should we? After like a 20 minute conversation of us not shooting any does. It's not, it's, hey, doe killing doesn't start till this <laughs> yeah. time. That doe walks always like, yeah, no, I'm going to take this one. Right yeah, now. it's awesome. I'll show you the video because I, I, I bring the camera over to him and he's got his binos down. He pulls his binos down. And he goes, should we? <laughs> and I just start freaking losing. I just start laughing. I'm like, yeah, it was, it was a good time. That's it awesome. Was fun. That's awesome. So did you get out any other days during no, the that rifle was, season? That was it because, you know, my stepdad owns that butcher shop. Sure. Yeah. So I was, if I wasn't working, I was skinning deer. Yeah. Or if you weren't working, you were working. I was working, yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, like we kind of joke, it's two weeks of hell, you know. Yeah. And it's, you know, it keeps him going. It's what he does for a living. Yeah. It keeps him going. I can work, you know, in those hours where nobody else can. Sure. So skin deer till midnight, one o'clock, and yeah. go home, get a few hours of sleep, and do it again yeah. the next day. Absolutely. It's his busy. Yes. Yeah. Where he makes all of his money. So yeah. it, that's it, awesome. Yeah. It's people say, you know, we were talking about this earlier. People say the numbers are down, but. It sure as heck don't feel like it, man. We got, I mean, we got a record breaking year again this year. We said, uh, I don't remember what day it was. I'd have to ask my, I'd have to ask him. But I said, uh, or he goes, yeah. If we get five more deer in tomorrow, we break our all time record. Really? We got thirty seven in that day. No, no kidding. We were talking about that off air. Um, but we can look. I've got, we got the numbers pulled up here. But if you look at Wisconsin's the preliminary, I don't know when this was updated, but it's the preliminary nine day harvest report for twenty twenty one versus the five year average. It's down like nine percent, and then versus twenty twenty, it was down like eight percent. Yeah, and we were we were talking about that that 
I don't know. I think you and I, um, t- I think Tim and I agree that these old these 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 guys are old souls at old, heart. We are. I'm. Well, we've also been hunting since we were like five or six. Yeah. Or, you know, hey, now I've time. been hunting. I just haven't done as I much heard. deer reporting. I, they yeah. harvest. Like they, I'm I just saying, I haven't har- reported as many harvests as you guys have. But I, I don't know. Maybe I am just kind of old. You know. Old crabby old school, bastard yeah. that I just. Uh, well, you I all just, know I'm crabby. So. Right. Well, yeah, no, you're, no, you're you're grumpy. Oh, you are not crabby. Grumpy. You I'm are grumpy. grumpy. Well, sorry. you just smoked a dough with a yeah. smoke pole. So. I did. That was awesome. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. That was really fun. I, yeah, I just think people brush this kind of thing under the radar. They don't register a dough because oh, I forgot. Well, especially now. I, don't, with, I, I truly think that. So with a, a number of years ago, I don't know. Within ten, I think. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off, yeah. Tim. But I think within ten years, Wisconsin switched over from having to report um, your harvest at a like a gas station or yeah. a convenience bar, store, yep. bar, registration what? station. Right. Yep, registration there you go. Station. Yeah. 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 Now it's now it's you can do it online through their app or on whatever. And th- these guys are under the assumption that you know the numbers might be down in part due to people not reporting them. I think it has and, something. And, and to I don't do think it. it's I don't think it's people purposely not reporting them i really don't i think i mean i look at my dad and he shot that buck this year and he's he's killed a lot of deer in his day and he's Mm -hmm. killed a lot of deer last year and it's just it's difficult for him to have to log on to a website and report it he does it now there are still registration stations right nope it's all done online okay i thought for a while there were a couple for right when they, they were, were doing, doing the both. transition. Yep, they were doing both. They were okay. doing both, but now it's strictly online. Like, I feel like some of that older generation, it's not that they're purposely not doing it. I agree they with you just, there. They struggle with it yeah. because it's harder for them. Like, I logged, I whenever my dad shoots a deer, I'm the one that registers it for him now. Yeah, you have his login and stuff. Yeah, and he's like, hey, I, can you just register this for me? Yeah, not a problem. Right. And I, you know, whereas back in the day... He'd shoot one, throw it in the truck, somewhere between where he killed it to where he was going. There was, was a, a registration station. He right. just pulled in. He'd snap a tag on it. And no, I didn't think about it. But I, I remember that when I was a kid. We'd always jump in the truck, and, and I think it was right when Ryan got his driver's license. We'd, we'd all, Jake, Ryan, and I would jump in the truck, and we would drive around town looking at deer that oh, were yeah. you know, at the bar and yeah. stop at the registration station and Absolutely. see the picture of all the deer that your friend shot because you didn't, you know, you weren't texting back and forth. Right. And, and like, and, and I get technology's part of it, right? It like is. You're sitting and in your it, tree. It's a convenience it's thing for me. Sure. Like yeah. I, I'm, I watched that doe die tonight that I shot with a muzzleloader. I registered it right there. Right. You know, like it's, that was super easy, but I think there, I think what you're seeing is there's still a lot of older generational hunters and there's not as many younger hunters that are, you know, doing that. So I think, again, I don't think people are doing it on purpose. I think it's one of those things where, you know, Joe blows driving home from hunting. They kill one. They can stop at the bar, have a beer and register their deer. Whereas now they can just bring it straight home and they have 24 hours to register it 24 or 48 yeah and 48. that's yeah and then that time goes by and they're like oh crap i forgot to register it. oh no i don't want to do it and think right. that they you know yeah i don't want them to think i did it illegal or right i just i just don't want to get questioned yeah right, right. so they'll just brush it under the rug i i i think that people do that i i, I it, truly do it last year it, that actually happened to me i went on to i shot my buck opening evening i went on to register it and it, I was in kind of bad cell service area. I hit register and I went back like three days later 
to just, I, I don't know what I was doing. I was actually, I think I called the DNR to see if I could still use my bow tag, hunt bow, bow hunting during the gun season. And they said, yep, yep, you can. So I just went on to reprint a document or whatever. And I saw that I didn't have a harvest report for my buck. So my gun buck. So I called the DNR. I was like, hey, I did this. I, it didn't go through, but I shot it this time. They're like, yeah, no problem. It happens a lot. Sure. So I think you're probably right with that. Like, you know, it's people forget and then they're worried about the repercussions, which I don't, I don't, if it's nothing malicious I, I about mean, it. I, right. Right. I, I feel like. I don't think it's I don't 10, want to I say. I don't think it's 10%. No, I, I, I would agree with that as well. I just think you're, you're seeing some of that because you look at some of these forums now, every, like some Wisconsin hunting forums, everybody wants to bring back the registration station. Mm-hmm. And. I do. Yeah, I think it's fun, but at the same time, it's not going to, for me, it's not, it's not going to affect me because I'm, I'm going to register it one way or the other, whether it's online. Cause I, I can do it online. Cause I'm, yeah. you know, kind of savvy enough to do things online. Barely, to, barely, yeah. barely. Um, but I don't know. I just, that's, that's kind of how you're, I feel on you're it. You're an old, you're an old, old soul at. I, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's not a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. He's a, he's a, he's just a grumpy old guy at, yeah. at heart. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. But then, you know, I think, you know, part of it is, is, you know, you get, you talked about younger generation, right? Yeah. Getting, getting the younger generation engaged in hunting. Mm-hmm. I think Wisconsin's tried to do some of that by opening up crossbow hunting to anybody. Before it used to be just, if you had a physical, dis- like a physical limitation that you couldn't pull back a bow or if you were over 65, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you can't see this because we're not rec- we're not we're not on video yet. But yet. Yet. Uh, yeah. It's uh, but the the face that Kevin made. We're going to go down a rabbit hole, and this is going to be. I thought this was a gun recap. This is going to be. <laughs> this is. We got to save this for a different day. We yeah. can save this. But I I do see what you're saying. Yeah, they're trying to get the younger generation into it, and I get it. It's it's yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's a good it's a Fine. good tool for that. Sure. There are other tools too. I agreed. Agreed. Right? Like mentor programs. Hey, I'm not. Some a, of these people don't have or, you know, have the property or yeah. have somebody to take them or whatever it might be. It, like, this is a different category. This is a whole oh, man, you episode. get my blood. You get my blood boiling. Not boiling, but you get, you just get my, I just get. Fired up. Yeah. I just get, get rocking. Yeah. You know. No, All right. We'll, we'll get back to the, back to the gun season. <laughs> now, we look, we talk about the harvest numbers. I think, you know, when we were looking at them here, um, they were down, yeah, 10%. Uh, so the total Wisconsin harvest was 190,000, uh, 170,000 deer this year. 175. 175. Right? Isn't that what we said? Yeah. Yeah, 175. 175. Um, last year was 190,000. And then the five year average was 192. Does I'm not looking at my computer like Last you guys. year's total deer kill was three, 340. That includes archery. Right. This is just the nine day gun. Okay, yeah. Oh, you're right. I. So, with you guys looking at your computers, is there a way, does it state how many licenses were sold? Because does I'm curious to know if the harvest numbers are declining at the same rate as license sales. From what I've heard, and this is just through the grapevine and where I work, license sales are through the roof. License okay. sales are up significant. Um I remember Miller telling me that like a hundred and I don't even remember the number, but there was 
so many more fishing licenses sold because of COVID. Yeah. Right. I, I heard that. And, mm-hmm. and I've heard, I heard that, you know, the, the, the hunting license were up too, you okay. know, partially because of COVID or sure. whatever, but it's, it's hard for me to think that it wasn't up. Like you got to think it was up. I'm just curious to know, because I mean, if license sales are down, then obviously harvest numbers are going to go down. All right. So in theory, okay. As of 1159 on Sunday, November 28th, sales for gun, bow, crossbow, sports, and patron licenses were 808,000. Of that total, 564, 440,000 were for gun privileges. So that's, and that's, it says year to date sales for all deer licenses are down 1.5% from the previous year. Okay. Well, there you go. So you're down, I mean, that's, you're down, that's a considerable one, number. 1%, yeah. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that, we are seeing like an attrition, you know, of just new hunters. I, partly, I, I, I don't want to say our, our like hobby, our sport is dying because it's not. I, I don't think that, but we're there's not gaining a, as many as we're losing. There's a lot. Yeah, of other, I don't think it's. There's dying. a lot of other things out there for <clears throat> kids to do. Yeah, I mean, you look at even sports programs. A lot of them where they're usually a month or two months long. Some of these sports programs are now all year. Well, yeah, I know and my so buddy you're, Matt. You're losing yeah. kids to that, which is right. understandable. Right. My buddy Matt, his daughter, um, um, has you know travel volleyball, and then has, and then his son has basketball. You know, every single weekend, basically from sure. here until middle of February. Sure. So yeah, that that yeah. I mean that. I, I think so too. I, I just there's so many different opportunities now for kids that you're not, <clears throat> unfortunately, not seeing as many get in the woods. Yeah, I mean, like, we reminisce about the gun season. Like, to me, growing up, gun season was all I had. So, to me, it was, like, it was, that was the thing. That was the one thing I looked forward to for hunting. That was, like, the only hunting I did throughout the year was that night. Well, really, just the two weekends, the opening sure. weekend and last weekend. Yeah. Those four days were the only days that I deer hunted. So, I looked forward to it. It was, like, that was all I ever wanted to do. Yep. And, you know, I just don't think you have as many parents putting a, a focus on that because like what you said, there's so many other things to do and there's not just like, okay, now it's football season. Now it's basketball season. Now it's baseball. It's everything's year round. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, well, I'd, I'd go hunting today, but I have to get Jimmy to hockey practice at two o'clock, you know, it's like stuff like that, which there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it, you, it's going to take a toll. At some oh yeah. Point. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It, I think a lot of that kind of stuff plays into, effect right like and that's mm-hmm. kind of what we talked about like there's so many other things i remember when i was a kid i was gone all the time like there was a there was a time where i didn't you know get i didn't get to gun hunt because we were traveling for sports or whatever so sure. yeah there, like you said there are so many other things that we're involved in and there. that might be taking place because of and i think we'll see it fluctuate right like maybe a couple of years we go one percent down or half a percent down or two percent down and then you see a big rise well like you also a, have like to look rebound, yeah. right yeah. these numbers Just like are, anything these yeah. numbers are against 2020 and what was I, I had to look back at the statistic to see what it was from 2019 to 2020 but I'm gonna guess because of covid there were all, the numbers were up that's going to be like your abnormal year in a five year right. average right because there were so many people out hunting in 2020. Because they had, you know, extra time, extra, you know, whatever. Sure. So I think that, you know, these numbers may, I have to look into it a little bit more, but. Yeah, it is kind of interesting coming off of, you know, a quote unquote COVID year. Um, it, it's just with people having more time and 
to work from home, work and, from home and, yeah. and do that. Yeah, it, it, that's, that's interesting. It'd be, be interesting to see those numbers. Now, do you think we had it like, um, we had an unseasonably warm season. Do you think that plays into any of the harvest numbers? I think so. I mean, it kind of goes, I mean, it plays an effect, but I, th- I mean, deer are smarter than, you know, most of us give them credit for like, oh, yeah. just like you said, the second deer hear a gunshot or at least it's around them or they get shot at, they ain't getting up until it's dark. Right. Right. Like I think like there's just more activity in the yeah. woods and what does pressure do? It makes them hunker down. Exactly. And big bucks aren't going to tolerate that. They're going to find a spot where they know nobody's going or, you know, they, they're not going to. They have their spots that they know people yeah. don't go to. Right. And, and especially these, you know, these bigger chunks of private land where people nowadays aren't. And I know you had talked about, you know, different tactics and techniques on how we hunt. We hunt way different than what we did when I was 14, 15, 16. We hunt so different now than what we did back then. We have it on our property. We have what two hundred and thirty some acres. We have an 80, 80 acre section that, during the nine day gun season, doesn't get touched. Nobody went on, at all, from like one stand north. Nobody stepped foot on it, and that's it's mostly woods and it's thick, nasty stuff. Right, and if you sat somebody in there during gun hunting from morning to night, the whole week, I wonder how many deer they see. We purposely don't. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, even if somebody just sat out there just to observe and film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. You know sure. what I mean? Like, right. it would be so interesting to see. Yeah. Because I remember sitting in the sitting in the blind with Wayne, and literally deer were out in the field, and they were fine, and, like, but it was five minutes before dark, ten minutes mm-hmm. before, you know, that yeah. shooting light was officially sure. over. And they were starting to come out, but, again, we don't enter the woods. We don't drive woods like we used to, you know. Either we do don't we. do that. And, and I think that's I think that's also attributing to the numbers because you don't see people are more into QDMA and stuff like that now, so they're not just shooting everything that they see like they used to. Well, some are. So, well, of course. Some uh, are. Hey, there's still the northern Wisconsin. <laughs> if, it, if you're yeah. north of Highway Eight, if it's brown, it's down. Oh man, there, and there are. I mean, whatever. To and there's nothing. There's hey, right. I, oh, to I, each I, their I, own. I always it's it's your tag. It's <clears> you know. It's your tag. You you the, make the hunt what you want. The people that say, the people that say, you know, oh, you know, waiting for a doe or waiting for you can't eat the couldn't, horns. Couldn't find a doe, right? It's eight thirty Saturday morning and you're tagged out, out of a you know with a four pointer, right? <laughs> you couldn't find a doe. You sat an hour and a half, <laughs> right? Just admit you're cold and you want to go in for yeah. some chili, yeah. you know, yeah. or just go to Kevin's blind and get some stew. Yeah, I don't have a blind, but, oh, but yeah. come on over to You're Wayne's. Here. Wayne's, hey, Wayne's he, blind. He, he would love to have everybody. <laughs> you know, you don't get to shoot, which is fine. But well, he, he just, well, yeah, he just tries to be like you. He's a grumpy old man, but he, he, he'll he be the Kevin. first He'll be the first guy that if a deer comes out, he's handing you his rifle. That's sure. the kind of guy, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, I get that. So that's... it's, but that's like, we talked about that. Like, that's what I miss doing. Like, even when I was a kid, I remember going to the blind and sitting in there and just, BSing, right? And just, you know, whispering all day. But sure. I just like, I like being around people and hanging out. I also like my alone time, but that's for archery season. Gun hunting's different. It, to me, it's more of a hunt, social event. Yeah. Like, like Briar even texted me and he had a, because I put it on Snapchat, right? So my buddy Briar, he sends me a Snapchat and he goes, Yeah, I had to screenshot that because my, because he lives out in Colorado. 
he goes, the guys at work don't believe how we hunt back home, you know? And like, they just find it so awesome that we sit in a blind all day and eat chili and drink coffee and sure. wait for deer to come out in the field and shoot them. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's completely different hunting than what they're used to climbing mountains, climbing mountains and, you know, and- I opening day, I didn't see a deer from nine until three. I can tell you, I watched a lot of college football. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, no wonder you didn't see any deer. Well, I was too busy looking down. No, I had it in my, I was just like listening to it. Sure. sure I didn't, sure. I didn't have good enough internet, internet to watch it. Yeah. So I just had to listen to it, but I didn't, I didn't see a single deer from nine until three, but once three o'clock hit, it was like a doe parade. Sure. But it was also super windy. And we've, I know we've talked about that in previous, you know, spots and, you know, previous episodes, but I, I, I mean, does it maneuver? you know, the deer activity or does it help? I don't think it helps no. because they can't hear as well. And that's their, that's their best asset. I, I think, you, and even like that Sunday, it was the windiest by far. And I would say that the doe that I did see were super skittish. Yeah. Like, we, like yeah. just. Yep. We only, yeah. hundred percent. We only saw a couple deer Sunday mm-hmm. and that was it. And I was like, gosh, darn it. Like, you know, how many deer could I have skinned and not had, you know, fallen behind for, for, for the old man. But it's, Whatever. I mean, I don't regret anything except for maybe staying out too late. But you know, like well, that you was, have one hell of a story though. Oh no, like, man, it was so much hey, fun. Like you're truly, here today, nothing happened. Yeah, so you have a story that you'll tell that. Like when you're talking about, like, oh yeah, back in two thousand, could you twenty twenty one? Could you imagine if I shot one though? Like how much fun this story would be? <laughs> you need to get your hangover story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm never doing that again though. <laughs> Never doing that again. Yeah, ever. We'll, we'll wait till we'll year. wait till 2022. And he's like, "Oh, you." I brought up. Okay, so I, and that kind of I wanted to say that because yeah, I might have been you know a little under the weather, quote unquote. <laughs> but I'm never gonna be. I'm never gonna mistaken a friggin' elk for a whitetail. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it happens. Oh, I, don't, I don't. Okay, it happens like, every year it, in right? Wisconsin. Like every year, the number one rule, right? The number no, one rule. Target. Know your target and what's behind it. Yep. Right? Absolutely. That's the number one the number one rule. Or, you know, technically maybe it might be number two. I think number one is treat every gun as it's loaded. Yes. Yep. Right. Yeah. That might be number one. But once okay. you have the gun hand in, hand, in your hand, hand. Yeah. Yeah. hand in hand, right? Like I know we were talking about this off air, but man, that gets that just gets me riled uh, up. Because yeah. my buddy Dane, um, he's got elk on his property and he sends he sends me pictures and shows me pictures of these things out and out in his parents like set aside. Yeah. And it's just it's so freaking cool to see those videos that he has. Elk, and it's just cool to see elk in Wisconsin. Yeah. And they're like sitting around a campfire and it's dark and all of a sudden you hear an elk bugle. Oh. Yeah. Dude, I'll show you the video. I'm getting goosebumps right now talking. I'll, sh- I'll have if him show you, you the videos. If you've never been in the elk woods oh. and then just had one app, like you're talking. Imagine it in your backyard. There's. Oh, in Wisconsin. Awesome. Yeah. Like that's what he, ha- I'll have you next time you're, next time you're over, I'll, I'll show you the, the videos. Yeah. That'd be yeah, awesome. They're freaking awesome. I just, going back to your point, I don't know how you mistake. You, I mean, it's it's the size of, they're the size of a horse. If you put them, like, I've and seen plenty of pictures out there where you see the them, like. the same color. You put them side by side, like, at, like in a field, right? There's deer in the field and an elk in the field. It looks like the deer is a small dog versus the, I mean, it's. So if you guys haven't heard it all, what we're talking about is opening morning of Wisconsin deer season um, there was a bull elk killed in Columbia County, um, which is like South Central Wisconsin. Sure. sure. Uh, it was, I believe they considered it out of the 
the the Jackson herd. I don't know if they considered it out of the Jackson herd. It had to have been though. Well, in my opinion, I don't care if it was in. It doesn't matter. I mean, freaking Colorado, right? It's not in season, and exactly. you should know what you're shooting. I mean, come and, on. And, yeah, and especially a bull. It's I down mean, near the Dells. Yeah, yeah, they're they're absolutely massive animals compared to deer. Oh, it's just, not even like in like hundreds of. I don't know. More. I don't know how you can claim. I didn't know what it was. How do you how do you make that mistake? I don't get it. I I, I never will. And it, the, it, I think it just goes back to we, you know, you need to have more hunter education. Like, I agree, and I think what part of the problem is during the nine-day gun season, it's the only time that some of these people get out in the woods. They're not spending time, you know, hanging tree stands in the in the spring and stuff like that. Like getting to know your the property that they're hunting and everything like that. They just kind of pick up their rifle and go. And I I think that is kind of Part of the problem. So the one question that goes through my mind when I read this every freaking year, right, is, is it, do you really think, like, in my head, do you really think that said person doesn't know? Or do you think said person wants five minutes of limelight and their name in it? Because they actually called themselves in. Hey, just so you know, I accidentally shot an elk. My bad, right? So they know that's going to get publicized. They know it's going to be sure. all over Facebook. Their name's going to be all over, and they're yeah, it's going to be negative. But hey, if people, you're if you're in that industry, any press is good press. I was just going to say, and that's what they say, right? Yeah. All, negative press is still press, right? Right. So yeah. that's what goes through my mind. Like, are I you doing that. it just so you can be quote unquote internet famous for right. whether it's good or bad? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a. It's I mean, a, that's what goes through my mind. It's a valid question. It just, I just don't understand. And, okay, yeah, I've been, you know, we all have. We've, as in, you know, us. We've been hunting, you know, for years. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I will say that I could never mistaken a deer for an elk. Well, and, and even if you do, like, okay, you see a flash of brown go through the woods. Okay, you didn't see the full animal. It's not like maybe the maybe the elk wasn't standing in the middle of a field, and you could and sure. you could see it. Sure. But it goes back to your first point: know your target and beyond. What if that was somebody's dog walking through the woods? Right. You know, right. something like that. It's just not having not having the patience to just hang on and figure out what it is. Exactly, and that's what drives me friggin' bonkers because it's the number one gosh darn rule. Right. Number two, whatever. I don't mean to rag on the person, but they were not. They were an out of state. So does like is it just? Like, I I don't know. Like sure. that, that to me irks me even more. Right, and and Wisconsin, the the one good thing I'll say about the DNR is that they're trying to get you know elk you know in the area or in Wisconsin, and they're trying to introduce them or you know what I mean. Like it's the not herd- just Wisconsin grabbing some elk from down the road and bringing them in. Like I'm sure right. they're working with other states and other um, other you know. DNR agents and everybody's kind of working together to help bring that population up. And it is and rising that, at, at a very healthy rate. And that kind of brings me I mean, to something that we didn't even talk. We were, or, you know, in our notes that we have such an easy ability to get a tag here. Like it's stupid. Yeah. You can be from a white tail tag. Yeah. You yeah. can be from friggin' Egypt and come on over oh, and buy yeah. a tag for 160 bucks uh, or whatever. If it's it your first time buying a license, it's like five yeah. bucks. I don't even if you're, talk if about you're a that. resident. Yeah. yeah. If you're a resident. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about that. Whatever. Non-resident. 
Yeah. Are very inexpensive for your first time buying yeah. a tag. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah it's Extremely. Yeah, because people come and do it at the store. Okay. Yeah. I suppose, right? Yeah. So it's just, it's you do this and it's like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you got these guys that have been applying for states for 10, 15 years. You know, I know my buddy Adam, his father-in-law, um, just got a tag for some state. I don't remember what he said now because they go hunting all over, but he's been applying for this tag for 13 years. Wow. You know, so like you have that kind of time and energy and money spent into it. That's, I, you know, I don't know. I just think I, it's way too easy for, you know, Jared to come and get a. I think Wisconsin tag from people that I talk to out of state, Wisconsin is like the, the best state to come to for an, uh, for a non-resident to hunt whitetail. Cause it's, you don't, there's no preference points. There's no, yeah, right. it's exactly. all over the counter and right. it's, it's relatively, relatively inexpensive. inexpensive. Yeah. Yeah. Very, and very inexpensive. And the herd is healthy. Very. Like the Wisconsin herd can handle that. I mean, we can handle that or not clearly look at what we saw. We'll agree to disagree. I think the Wisconsin herd is, I think it's definitely not what it was. I think parts of the state. Yeah. It's definitely right. not what it was when I was a kid for sure. For sure. I would agree with that. I did a lot. I've, Grew up hunting in the Schwamigan National uh, Forest. That's and that. And so that, if you're if you're listening to this, you're not from Wisconsin. The Schwamigan is way northern Wisconsin, up near Lake Superior. Yeah, it's 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 up it's north northern Wisconsin, and I grew up there, hunting from when I was twelve till I mean, man, I don't know. You still hunt it? A couple I still times hunt a it. Year. Yeah, I still hunt it. I have a we have a cabin up there, a family cabin up there, so I still get up there. But when I was a kid. I used to see piles of deer up there hunting, bow hunting, gun hunting, whatever. I go up there now. I'm lucky if I see a deer. No, no. (laughs) Tim, do you you think that has to do with hunters? Or do you think that has to do with another thing that we have? We'll we'll save that for another episode. Well, here's my take on it. I think. They howl in the night, I think is our biggest (laughs) problem. Here's here's, me opening night. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Kevin is the reason we don't have deer yeah. in northern Wisconsin. <laughs> my my honest feeling is we we went through a couple cycles in northern Wisconsin where we had we had some rough winters. We have a a growing wolf population, which isn't helping. Um, but I also think at one point part of the problem is we had a couple bad a uh, couple bad winters in a row. We had the wolf numbers rising. Well, then. The like one of the following years, the DNR opened up tags to you could just buy tags like you were in central farmland down in the farm country, and I could buy as many doe tags as I want. And people took advantage of that. Oh and, yeah, and so <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and and blame the wolves. No, for everything because I think there were a lot of personally. I think there was a lot of selfish hunters out there that just mm-hmm. went out. And they just shot killed as many as they, they could. could killed as many as they could, and I think that's taking a bigger toll on the deer herd in northern Wisconsin. Now, let and me we're starting you, to pay for it. Let yep. me ask you something: How yep. many how many doe tags did you get this year? When you bought your two buck tags, your bow, um, I got how many doe tags? I got six doe tags, three or four, maybe. I guess I got six. I just make sure I have my license, then I don't really, you sure. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I make sure I have a doe tag and a buck tag, and then I'm good. So I, right? I bought a buck tag, a bow buck tag. four, maybe? Yeah, I bought a bow buck tag four? and a gun buck tag, and I got three free yeah. doe tags. tags for each. Now, yeah. when I owned property inside the city, I got, like, 13 
just for having property inside the sub metro or whatever it was called. I had like nine or ten doe tags. Really? Yeah. Is that your, I'm assuming your new house? Nope. That was my old house. Really? Yeah. It, I mean, I lived downtown. I right? know. Or close I know where to, you live. Yeah. Yeah. You came to my house. Yeah. Yeah. It's because I lived there, I got what? like 11 doe tags. Yeah. It was stupid. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Never heard of that. I've honestly never heard of that. Yeah. But, but it, it's, you know, they give, we get a lot of doe tags because we're in central farmland, Wisconsin, and that they consider it central farmland. It's a huge area in the state. Yeah. Oh, it encompasses um, like 12 counties or something like, yeah, 12, but a lot. But it's, you know, we have, I don't, I don't want to say we have an overpopulation. We have a healthy population we do. in the central farmland. And, and in our area, I know that we could. We could stand to harvest some does. I, think, I mean, on yeah. our 235 acres, we could take some does, which uh, I may have done tonight. I think <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good. I think our deer herd is good, but it's not great. I agree. I think it depends on where you are. Like, I think north of Highway 8 in Wisconsin, which is like north central, mm-hmm. I think north of that, where the wolves are, the population is not as strong. Agreed. I think in the central farmland area, Across like that center band, I think it's very healthy. I think when you get south down towards the big cities, yeah, it's still healthy, but there's a lot more people, yeah, and there's a lot more politics about hunting. Yeah, there's a lot of politics, and there's a lot there. more people who really don't like hunters. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I think there's, I mean, compared to other states, and I mean, let's take Iowa. Iowa's like the pinnacle of deer hunting, right? I think. I still think Buffalo County is the pinnacle of deer hunting. Oh, you're blinded. Yeah. I know. But the biggest, like, if I take a look at Iowa and and talk about actual herd health, I think what you see compared to Wisconsin is a lot more deer in the older age classes in Iowa. Like, I feel like in Wisconsin you, you get a lot of, you know, you deer are going to get shot by the time they're four and a half. Like, you, there's you, a lot of deer killed at four and a half. You there also have, like we were talking about with tags, right? So mm-hmm. in in Kansas, you get one tag. It doesn't Either matter what or it doesn't matter what weapon you shoot it with. You don't have to specify. It's just right. a buck tag. Right. To where here, every time you buy a new license, you get a buck tag. Right. Right. Yep. And with that buck tag, <laughs> you get three or four friggin' doe tags. Yep. <laughs> And depending on where you live, you get another seven. Yeah. And it's like freaking Oprah. Like, you get tags, you get tags, you get tags. Oh, you don't even live here? You get tags. Yeah. You get more tags. Come on. You have relatives, God. they get tags. Right, exactly. But that, that's what I'm saying is like you, you see a lot um, more, a more dynamic age, age group of deer, like in a state like Iowa or Kansas, where you're not getting a lot of those two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half-year-old bucks killed, whereas Wisconsin, I feel like you are. And so I think that plays into herd health too. Now, what's the solution to, to advancing the age class? I don't get paid to make solutions. I get <laughs> I get paid to make just tell you my opinion. Now, do you think it is like a, a per side, like a points per side limit? No, I I would like to see a some like something for out of state, right? So like. You can't be out of state and just come in and buy a license for 150 bucks. And it's some sort of point system or make it tough. Like they do for like, bears. Right. In Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, it takes me as a resident 
for a tag up on my cabin. It takes me eight years to get a tag. No, crazy. I, no, Timmy, it's gonna take me. Hopefully, this it only year. takes you six. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't I'm think it's gonna get my happen. tag this year. Hopefully, you do. I, I really we find hope out that you in do. Seven days, I think it's the twelfth, right? No. The deadline is December deadline. 10th, and then you'll find out, yeah. like in March. You won't find, yeah. That's real. I, I misread that. <laughs> yeah, you, that, be, yeah, you, you know what? That. I had it marked on my calendar, guys. <laughs> you could have just like, like, deflated like, a balloon. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's what, what just you, happened. He texted me like, oh, I don't know, four months ago. Hey, put in for my bear tag. I'm like, oh, well, you're gonna be waiting a while to figure <laughs> like, out if you got awesome. It. Yeah, I put mine in on the ninth. <laughs> yeah, right. I do it ten at like eleven o'clock <laughs> yeah. or on the on the twelfth, okay. whatever it is. Okay, guys. I realize that I'm gonna. I'm now. I have nothing to look forward to on December 10th anymore. All right, it's just another day now. You'll get a text from me with a, a group chat that says, "Hey guys, don't forget to put in for your turkey and bear permits." Yeah, no, I, I know that one's on my calendar. You better make sure I'm part of that text because I will forget. I've already got my turkey stuff in. Yeah, I know. I got to. I, I have to. That's yeah. Anyway, it is. What that's it is. that. Hey, yeah. we're gonna have a whole series on turkey hunting. Oh, we're gonna be turkey hunting a lot this year. I can't wait for this year. I can't wait. I mean. Going back to you asking yeah. if there's a solution, I unfortunately I think Wisconsin Wisconsin's gotten too comfortable with how much money they're generating mm-hmm. with tag sales that you'll you'll never see a solution for an older age class. But do you think it? Field. Do you think it's part of it is just like if it's brown, like the mentality? If it's brown, it's down. Sure, like that's. But I, you know, I have to, I have to step back and say, you know, we're in a unique position that we can, we can go out exactly. And, we, no, can go and out, I, yes. we can go out and afford if we, if we don't shoot a deer, we can afford to not have venison, whatever. Yeah. But there's some I, people that that is their no, only I, right. I, and I do, I, 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 man, I guess I gotta start playing with something around on the table <laughs> here because, I, yeah, I do agree with that. Like there are people that you know, growing up, I mean, my dad wasn't poor. You know, we weren't poor, but our main source of meat was venison, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. as soon as I could get my gun hunting license, we went gun hunting. Yeah, right? right. And But at the end of the day, like, there, I don't know, man. Like, there's, I, I just, I think there are other we're, ways. Like, there are so many donation platforms and so many and we're not places only, you could get it. We're not the only state where people, you know, can, that's can the, hunt white right, tails right. or mule deer, whatever. There's, exactly. We're not the only state you can hunt mule deer. Yeah. Right? Like, I would like to see it go to something like the Kansas thing, like one tag. Yeah. One buck tag. Yeah, one, one buck tag and, and one doe tag. And one doe tag. Like, I guess I, depending on, like, you'd have to go and see, you know, the average of people, like family members in a family. Like, I bet it's not, but four, right? The average? Three or four? I don't know. My, my neighbor's got, they have, they, he's got him and his wife have a bunch of kids. <laughs> yeah. And they, they live off of venison right well and that's what i'm saying like maybe it is a little bit higher so you know if it is higher whatever i i don't know the and i respect i mean him and his, him and his yeah. kids go out and they whack them and they eat them and yeah. they process it's awesome yeah no it's super cool and I, i'm yeah i'm very fortunate like you said to to be able yeah if i don't get any venison all right well, well it's not like know. oh we're not gonna eat this year you know what i mean right it's like right but I, yeah there are some families that have you know that's their main source of meat for the year yeah but i yeah i get that but, but that, that's not the question at hand. I think no, you can still... It's, it's how right? do we get everybody seeing 160-inch bucks? That's what we want to, like... Well, you can't shoot... Yeah, you can't shoot or see 160-inch bucks if you get excited and you get an itchy trigger finger on a... Yeah, on a two-year-old 113-inch eight-pointer. Right. Or right? you see a spike and you're like, yes, I need another medicine. spike. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. It's like, you could have just shot the three does that you saw. That it, that it was behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or sat for another twenty five minutes and waited for the doe that was coming over the hill. 
Right. You know, I don't know. I don't, There's I don't so, wanna, everybody I don't, has so many different ideas. And and we're in a very unique scenario because we hunt private, right? We get to pick and choose. Yeah. And there's and if if I hunted private or public, I, I would not have been so picky. Sure, <laughs> but it, but that goes back to okay, you, if you only have one buck tag, instead of going out and now you killed two, one with your gun, one yeah. with your bow, you only have one buck tag. You would have been more picky. You well, either that or you would have either, but you're not doing the damage of two yeah, versus that's true. one. Right. That's true. You know what I mean? And, and you have guys, and going back to that, but you have, it seems like this year more than years in the past, you have guys killing, or girls, whatever, you have people killing giants oh, for sure. on public. Giants. Are you part of that Wisconsin rut report? Yeah. This is giants on public. Right? I that's the. It takes more work, and whether you like it or not, we're a lazy species. And we're going to do whatever's easiest. Oh, no doubt. Right? Like climbing our box blinds and yeah. just wait for a doe to walk out. I don't yeah. think I hunted a gun day without a heater on. All right. I'm just going <laughs> to I'm just gonna throw that out there and put that all on the table. I may have turned it off for a little while because I got warm, but yeah. I, hey. <laughs> oh, my I, God. We have the ability. We have the, you know, we were sure. lucky enough to. 40-pound propane tanks. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Oh, we, you think that's a joke? <laughs> no, I know it's real. No, I had to we've carry about a, doing it too. I had to carry a 40-pound propane tank at three-quarters of a mile because it ran out of propane, which was very disappointing, I'm going to tell you. You need a ramble bike. Well, I did not dress for running out of propane. <laughs> I dressed for a propane sit. Did you ever go back and get your Crocs? What? <laughs> I don't wear hey I don't wear Crocs I don't wear Crocs I did bring a second pair of shoes to the blind one day because my feet got so warm that's what I was saying you wore Crocs to the to the stand no I didn't I didn't ever do that you don't get good enough traction going up the hill you put them in four wheel drive you yeah. put the straps behind your feet you don't get better traction than a Croc in four wheel <laughs> yeah but I you know I think that I getting back to kind of you know what do you do to strengthen the herd or make it you know advance that age class I, I think some states you're just going to have it pockets like in Wisconsin, we have a pocket, right, around Buffalo County. Like, in Wisconsin, that's probably the best area for harvesting a big, mature buck. Different terrain. Different terrain, right? Completely different terrain than even, you know, other counties not far away. It, it changes so dramatically down there that, yeah, you can you can take a deer and two hops, and he's or she's up and over the next hill, right? Like but do you think different terrain. Do you think that that Buffalo County area is because there's so much private and there's so many people practicing QDM that it could be, you know, that, that reason that that age class is that average deer size is bigger is because there's a lot more private. Yeah. And a lot more people all practicing yeah. the same thing. Yeah. I don't think it's as, yeah, I don't think that it's on the pedestal that you're putting it on. It was at one point. Absolutely compared to other counties starting to follow that. There's still, I think, I, th I had to look at the numbers. I think there's still more Boone and Crockett bucks shot out of Buffalo County than any other county in the country. Sure. I, I, I don't doubt that, but I think that there are other counties that are just as good, if not better, for shooting good deer if you can find them. I agree right. with that. Now just imagine if there was a little bit of regulation on what deer you could kill and you'd and be that, shooting even bigger and deer. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, it was a shotgun only and yep, earn a yep. buck. You I think that would be a great way to do it, had too. To shoot a, had to shoot a doe to get a buck tag. Which is and an you had to go to concept. the registration station to get your buck tag. Yeah. Right? And I'm not saying that's the answer, but I'm just saying that I remember that being... But the, 
but you'd saying in bringing up shotgun, shotgun only. I mean, that's a that's a you look at Iowa. You want to talk about Iowa, right? Yeah. Iowa is shotgun, shotgun or straight, straight wall, wall cartridge or muzzle loader. Our muzzle loader. Yeah, I mean, well, part of that is because if you were to shoot a rifle over Iowa, you might hit the entire state because <laughs> you know you shoot it here, it's going to keep going. Twenty. Well, and that miles. very well could be some of the science or you know the the reasoning behind that, right? Like here, you can't shoot a rifle that far without hitting a side hill or trees or. You know, a right. forest. In right. Iowa, there's like two forests. And, you know. <laughs> it's like seven trees in the whole state. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but true, you know, it's, yeah, it's a, it, I don't know. There's a hundred different answers, and, you know, if you're, no, if you're the average outdoors man, everybody's got a different answer. Yeah. Every single one of us have a different reason how or way how we would do it. Yep, Right. So we can sit here, you know, They're sipping back bush lights. Like, guarantee yeah. that. Yeah, we can sit back here sipping bush lights and tell, you know, be a couch coach. But until we get behind it all and see the facts that's really all i mean we can just sit here and be couch coaches now in in wisconsin i i know that i don't see it much anymore but deer drives in wisconsin there they at least when i was you know 10 15 years ago when i hunted with a different group of guys over would have been east a little bit towards kadat we would sit in the morning for half an hour and then it was just you just drive sections of land all day used to be all we did man and All we did, we'd sit Saturday, get down, go in, kind of get see if anybody wanted to do anything. Nah, I'm probably going to sit the rest of the day. Okay. Sunday came around, we started lining up drives, yeah. and we started pushing and, and pushing and pushing. You see so many deer. Oh, man. We used to. I, and I'm not saying we still don't do drives here and there, but we don't, do, we don't drive like we used to. Do you think that's part of it? I mean, you know, like deer drives are not what they used to be. Sure. Yeah, like, I, well, yeah. The reason that the harvest is down because you have more people buying up private tracts of land from out of state, maybe, or from in state and practicing quality deer management. And very well, yeah, very well could be. I know the group that I used to hunt with, that's, I mean, opening weekend, they would sit for the first hour and then they had like 15 tracts of land, private, yeah. and a couple of public. And that's, we would just do deer drives and we would line up, you know, they would stack deer up. Yeah. We'd you shoot 10, you know, five, 10 deer a day. Yeah. I remember, you know, when we were younger, we'd have, you know, you pick your standards and you pick your drivers and whatever. And then at the end of the day or at the end of the drive or when we started the drive, you know, there would always be somebody saying, okay, how many does do we want? Yeah. You know? Sure. So I don't know, man. It There's a hundred different answers. Yeah. I think, I mean, there's a lot of different things I think that go into a decline in, in registration numbers. I just yeah, don't know what I the right I, answer is. I don't know what the... I don't know. This is all just speculation, right? right. This, is, this is just what we think. Yeah. DNR might know. Probably never tell us. No. They don't know shit. <laughs> don't get us They know some things. That. Yeah. No, That's I, a whole other rabbit hole. <laughs> no, I have a kind of a hunting related... So I, I, I said this earlier. I had a lot of time to think when I was not seeing deer. A lot of time in between in between quarters or what? Yeah, it was a, it was an intermission. <laughs> it was it was half commercial. Time. It was commercial. It may have been halftime. It was a really long halftime. Um, I was sitting in a plastic kind of a plastic. We call it the spaceship. It's a one piece roto molded plastic on a thing. Looks exactly like a spaceship cone. Yeah, deer blind. Deer yeah. blind. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know why I was thinking this, but I was thinking how. Okay, let's say that human humans left the Earth today. What would be the last thing that would be recognizable as human on this earth? 
Do you think it's plastic? It would have to be, right? Like it doesn't break know, down. Titanium. I don't know. I don't know. My bow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> your, your Matthew's bow. V, V3X. <laughs> yeah. yeah but that's be, if, if all humans are leaving this earth, that bow is coming with you. Yeah, right? that's a good point. <laughs> that, that thing's coming with you. Yeah, I'm taking it. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's I was, a good question. I was, I was thinking of this. I was sitting in this, like, this plastic shell, and I'm like, now, how long before this thing? Because, I mean, I'm, eventually at some point, it's got to wear down, right? It's got to just like break down for whatever Sun, reason. You know, Sun the the and, sun would break it down, and leaves would fall on it, and it'd bury this is a question. Like, if you're, if you, if you're Forest still, fire. if you're still man, with you us, you get really bored. <laughs> <laughs> really bored. <laughs> I got really bored, man. <laughs> like, I, you know, if you like, have an idea, write into us. Either send us a DM on Instagram, shoot us an email, Average Outdoorsman Podcast um, at Gmail. But what do you think it would be? Like, is it going to be some concrete structure from World War II? Is it going to be something like the pyramids? Like, they've already been around for a couple thousand years. I was just like kind of doing a little, you know, being kind of introspective and thinking about like our, what we've done on this earth. Is it just going to be like plastic in the ocean? Like that's what's going to, our lasting legacy after the humans are gone? Good question. I don't know. I think plastic, I would think right now. Plastic. Plastic is right up there. There's some other things that are up there too. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My dog can chew apart like Nyla bones. Is it just going to be like animals that start like eating plastic shit? I mean, maybe. You never know. I got really bored, guys. And I just was <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, how you long? You kind of took us down a hole here. <laughs> how long before this plastic blind is gone? Is it ever going to be gone? Well, you're not going to be around to find out the answer. So. No, I probably won't be. Yeah. Something, will, something will kill me long before that. <laughs> Your dad will be so happy to hear that. That's what you're thinking about. Not, you know, how to better the business or. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> what I can do to that room and to make it done quicker. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what can I sell today? Yeah. No, I'm how can I benefit the, how can the, I benefit the family business? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's not what I was thinking about at all. <laughs> Opening weekend. I was thinking about deer. And plastic on the plate. I was thinking about what I can tell my wife when I fall out of this tree to make her not be mad at me. <laughs> why, were, why do you have three broken ribs and a broken arm? You were, wow. you were Googling the urgent urgent care line. Can, how long would it take for a chopper to reach me? I actually texted some of the guys and some of my cousins that were hunting in the on the property. Like, send the chopper, guys. This is how it ends. Like, I was not doing well, man. Were you? Did you at least have your safety line on? Yes, of course. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. If my wife is listening, <laughs> yes, of course. Of course you, I did. Have you ever fallen asleep in a tree stand, Tim? Uh, okay, so I don't know if you remember the old, it's called the old man um, tree climber. So it's a it's a climbing stand. It's called the old man. The old and man it, brand. Yeah, it's the old man brand. And it had this really comfortable, like. Lazy boy type of like a it was like a mesh seat yeah and it was like a hammock almost yeah most comfortable stand i've ever been in <laughs> yeah i've, I've taken a snooze in, in those, but I, haven't, I don't i haven't hunted out of that thing and probably in fact i could tell you i know exactly what tree it's in or was in you know it's still there and it's probably been 10 years yeah. since I've sat in I've sat in that one so time. At the base. I sat in that one. I took that up to the really, Chippewa Forest one time. It's really comfortable. You need to go get that. I know. And remesh it and use it. So comfortable. 
It's probably full of raccoon shit at this point. But that and it's probably a beast to carry around. Yeah. Compared to what they have. A tree saddle. You know, right. Yeah. Yeah. Really comfortable, though. That's the last time I fell asleep in the tree. And we had, when I hunted with a different group over in Kadat, they had put up like a tripod stand with like a mesh, with a big skirt around it and then like a skirt that you could put over yourself. And it was opening morning. They they like to get there super early. And I had to drive from Eau Claire to Cadott, which was like 40 minutes or whatever. I was pretty tired. I think we had drank the night before. Yes, and I yes. get out there and I'm like, okay, I'm just going just gonna to close my eyes till it's dark. Until it, <laughs> it gets, gets light. They, they, I woke up. They were tapping on the tree at night, or the stand at 9 a.m. <laughs> hey, Mike, what did you see? I was like, I don't know. I fell asleep half an hour before, before it got light out. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we spooked five dough in front of you <laughs> as we were walking up. I was like, well, yeah. they got a free pass today. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever... Uh, maybe when I was a kid, maybe I fell asleep, but I, that's one thing I just never, I was always so alert, alert, alert. I was always so alert. Right. Sure. And I was just, so, I loved being out there. So jacked to just yeah. be out. And then every time I heard a crunch, I just, every time I would get comfy, I would hear a crunch and, and nope, that I can't, squirrel. I can't sleep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but no, this week and I, or last two couple weeks ago was for oh. sure fell asleep. Definitely. I, I said for uh, hours. Hours. For hours, hours, dude. I sat uh, the so it run, the Wisconsin gun season runs Sunday, Saturday to Sunday. I took a day off of work on that Tuesday, and I hunted dark to dark. I took a lunch break in there at the bar, um, <laughs> but, but I was I was hunting right. Whatever the yeah. wife the wife said I, I was told told the wife I was hunting, so I was hunting. Um, I was in the redneck with the heater on. I may have. Moved the chair out of the way and fell asleep. Laid down? Oh, yeah. yeah. I have pictures to prove it. <laughs> I was uh, very comfortable. Yeah. I slept on a water bottle. Dude. It was the best sleep I've had. Right. There's time. just something about, Wayne always says that, like when we're out in the, you know, in the hills or, you know, when we're out in North Dakota or South Dakota or whatever, there's just something about being out there that beds maybe a little more comfy or food just tastes different yeah. to where, yeah, no, I believe that. Laying in a blind, like, if you had your blind at home, would you lay in your blind or would you go inside and sit on the couch? Oh, it depends on how, how right? the kids are acting. Yeah. I might, yeah. I, mean, I, <laughs> I might good, lay in that blind. That's, a, that's yeah. a good point. I can lock that door. You know what? That's a good point. But it's just there's just something about it, and yeah. I think it's just the outdoorsman in us that's like, yeah, this it's like is the good. fresh air. You just talk yourself into right. it. Like, oh, this is good. Yep. It's like and, falling asleep like in the summer in a like a like one of those zero gravity chairs. It's the oh, that's the best sleep you'll ever get. <laughs> Or sleeping on the trampoline with the kid. Like, and it's a 60-degree night. That's where oh, it's at. Mosquito, mosquitoes or no mosquitoes? Because you can, this can go, that can go sideways in a hurry. We really don't, at my place, we really don't have to worry about mosquitoes. But, yeah, that's a good point. Tim fell asleep opener fishing, I don't know, 10 years ago. It was the opener fishing Wisconsin, first weekend in May. Tim fell asleep on the boat after a good night. Real good night at the bar. a cocktail or two. Yeah. Hells yeah, Tim. Tim said he wanted to get a. He wanted wanted to make sure he was ready for the day, so he just went. He went and fell asleep at the boat. At three I mean, yeah, me and I was Mitchell ready for the day. Me and Mitchell have done that. Yeah, you know, the, but the boat was on the lift. Oh, that doesn't help you. No, and we still had to come from the cabin. Would, like this is at the cabin. Like, I would. I was still ready. That's awesome. You're ready, ready for anybody. Yeah, exactly. I'm in the boat before you were. I slept a hundred <laughs> feet away from him inside the cabin on a bed. Like he wasn't, he had a, I he woke up to a, the loons the next morning. See, what a beautiful, it was a great clock. way to, yeah, it was, except for Fourth. my face was swollen because of all the mosquito bites, yeah. <laughs> but whatever. So there's, there's, I mean, that whole, 
um, sleeping outside has its advantages and, as Tim can tell, massive disadvantages. Sure. That's fine. Yeah, I think that's what we got for this week, awesome. guys. Well, uh, anything else? Well, do you want to talk about your... Uh... Oh, yeah. My muzzleloader killed today. Oh, yeah. That was... I don't know. We... Maybe we talked about it. Maybe we, we didn't. We did talk about it a little bit, but okay. So I just bought a brand new muzzleloader, CVA Acura LX and... No, LR. LR. LR, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thing is awesome. Mm. I sighted it in... Where'd you get it at? little place called Shields. Oh. <laughs> uh, sighted it in the week before gun season, and I've been itching to get this thing out, and uh, sat tonight. It's one of those days where just the, it was blowing. The, it was really windy earlier today. It was snowing. 30 and snowy. 30 and snowy and windy, and I'm like, okay. I looked at the forecast. Was, the wind says it's going to die at like 3 o'clock, they're usually Perfect. wrong. They're, they're usually wrong, but I'm going to take the chance. And this time they were right. And I didn't see a deer until that wind died. And What, when stand, what stand were you in? I was in the spaceship that's going to last forever. And yeah, it's going to be there long after we're yep, gone. Yep, that's the plastic stand that we're, Mike was talking about. It's going to be there forever. But yeah. So I was sitting in that over uh, a standing bean field. And right when that wind died, I think I ended up seeing... A switch flipped. Oh yeah, and there were I I saw like forty deer. Yeah, tonight, and we that's had, not even a joke. We had a cell cam go off overlooking this bean field, and it's around a corner that Tim can't really see. <laughs> I counted. I think I lost count at twenty five that were in frame, and there's still three or four acres of beans that are out of yeah. frame, and that's what Tim can see. Yeah, and so I had deer literally from about when died at like three fifteen at about three thirty. I had deer everywhere, and um, I've been holding out for a buck, holding out for a buck, holding out for a buck. And so finally, shooting light was, I believe, 450 today. At 445, I'm like, okay, I'm going to let it go. I'm going <laughs> to let it, I'm, I'm gonna let it it'd go. Be, be a little itchy there, yeah. too. <laughs> and, itchy well, there? the problem is I got 40 deer around me. Well, your I'm, gun was already loaded. My gun was loaded. I was putting my I was putting my scope on every single one of them just like, "Okay, okay, where's the buck?" And then finally, like I said about 4:45, I put my crosshairs on one and I'm like, "Okay." And uh pulled the hammer back and it, I wanted I wanted to shoot one cuz these the the muzzleloader I got is supposed to be better at longer ranges. So I wanted to shoot one that was roughly like not super far, but 100 yards. This one was at 98, and it was a big doe. And uh, if it's the one I think you're th- the one that I think you shot, she needed to go because that <laughs> little asshole was stomping at me for big, 20 yeah, minutes. It's a big old doe. Yeah, she's big. Yeah. Um, I put my crosshairs on her and 98 yards, and let it eat, and that thing perform. It was it, it performs awesome and it was the one of the best deer i've ever one of the most fun hunts i've ever had with a firearm i wish one of us were there filming it was just cool like the big we have a lot more doe tags i wish we were there but it was just it was awesome so that's actually my first deer this year which is kind of weird because i usually shoot a doe with my bow like first part of october just to fill the freezer um but that was my my first one this year so i'm super excited you think there's any room left down at Becker's for me to bring a doe? I could probably squeeze you. I know somebody. Think so? Yeah, I know okay. somebody. We could squeeze you in. Okay. 
Just making sure. I got it in the back of the truck. Have it if you want. <laughs> you ain't putting that in my truck. <laughs> I know. Be too dirty for you. But uh, yeah, that was. It was just an awesome hunt. I had a ton of fun. I was by myself. It was just I really had a lot of fun. So that's he, awesome. Yeah, I'm jealous. Me, he called me all fired up. I did. Oh. And the best part is, I I hit her good. She went. Didn't uh, go twenty. Didn't. Well, she went. 25 <laughs> downhill 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 so and the best part is i could drive my truck <laughs> right, right to her right to her loaded her in the back and away i went that's so, so you were still late a, tonight you were still late you were still late here well and sorry, he, and he came in he goes here. hey sorry if i fall asleep it's like what are you sleepy for hey. you slept you did the evening i'd still be rocking man that i'm jealous it was fun. i want to shoot a deer it was a smoke pole it was you can borrow mine i'm jealous well, i have one but well just saying i appreciate it. maybe i will why not? Then I'm going to want to buy one. Even better. You know a guy yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. How do I talk myself? In? Yeah. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> Put that white shirt on you. Yeah. It'll talk yourself into it. Yeah. yeah right. So, but yeah, uh, it was an awesome hunt. Like I said, uh, we'll put some pictures was, out. Yeah. Put some pictures out. And are the tenderloins still in there out there? Yep. All right. Them. I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know where there's dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for thanks for tuning in again, and uh, we'll catch you next time.